1: Do you think that they, they salute like that as well? I don't know. I I, I don't, I'm kinda, I like to, you know I like to go up with it. Sure. I don't know if that's a bad, that's pretty bad, right? You don't want to go up. I have no idea. I think up's bad. Polish army, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It seems, yeah. As long as you just don't start from the chest, it's fine. (laughs) Welcome to After Buzz TV. It's the Ultimate Fighter After Show, Season 22, Episode 11. I'm Jared Gilkerson. To my left, Tanjay, Mr. J. What up everybody? What's How's going on? On? Yeah. How you feeling?
2: Are... Yeah. Get ready know. to roll? Yeah, I am I'm, I'm in a rally here. All right, Ate good. a bad taco recently, but yeah. uh that's all right. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into it. We got two episodes of talk here. We yeah. are one episode away from the finale here, dude. Yeah. Uh we're we close have, on yeah. the doorstep. We have been through uh ups and downs and in and out twists and, and turns twists and turns this whole season. Yeah. And we are getting ready to close it out here, but we're gonna catch up episodes uh 10, Nice and Flowy
1: and 11, which was called oh, Bone on Bone. Bone on Bone, which Yeah. Yeah. It was an um, appropriate name for this this episode. I can we just well let's just talk over the Polish national anthem the why whole Why are we doing the Polish national anthem? Let's cut to that.
2: I mean, we got to bring it back to bacon, of course. Oh,
1: well, of course you had um uh, Marcin, mm-hmm. the, the one of the victors. Marcin Warchek. Yeah, yeah, is that? He's at So one That's of the victors tonight. So we decided to start it off with uh, you right. know his motherland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So we'll start with, and it's a it's a lovely tune. So yeah, but uh, we want to recap. Uh, of course, we we weren't here. My, oh yeah, I gotta look at this camera. I guess uh, <laughs> we weren't here last week. Uh, it was you know the day before Turkey Day. Mm-hmm. It was a busy week. But we've got some matches to talk about, yeah right? we had two matches last four, week, two matches this week, four matches overall
2: the uh, the quarterfinals are now um, are now set up and yeah. we know uh, we have semifinals to to talk about for next week yeah um, yeah, so, so what did you think about last week? Last uh, week's episode was kind of interesting. I give it a shout out here. I see uh, oh, yeah. our man uh, Joe Boza is in the chat room here. I thought we were going to be doing this all by ourselves here, man. Uh, Connor was acting like a child after GCJ won his fight. I agree, that was stupid. I mean, he's you know he's defending for his guy. Uh, juicy juicy J one we're jumping ahead a little bit juice over uh abner joveris um that one was a fantastic match i think that w- it went to the third um yes. and i have no problem with the uh with the result of juicy J winning that one me neither so last uh last week we started the two quarterfinal matches and uh, of course this week two other quarterfinal matches the matches were last week artem lebov Uh, Conor McGregor's BFF versus Chris Gritzmacher. The Gritz is back. Yeah. Now, this was a switcheroo once again. It was a switcheroo, and then it was a swerve to a non-swerve. Swerve Swerve
1: to a switcheroo. Yeah.
2: Match number two, Ryan Hall versus Saul Rogers, which is a really compelling, uh, interesting pair-up of styles. Uh, Artem defeats Chris Gritzmacher, so at the beginning of the episode here, um, you know, Gritz is broken up about being cut from the uh, from the competition because yep. his match was the least exciting one, supposedly uh, Martin Spenson was originally scheduled to fight Artem, however, hurt his elbow Martian yeah, Martian is correct pronunciation. Almost as soon as we got Grits, t- grits talking about, you know, oh, I, I know I can do this and, you know, I'm bummed and this is my shot and everything. Yeah. Martian walks into the room with a sling in his elbow and it's like, oh, well, we got stories here. So was It there,
1: there wasn't Martian because that's Martian Tonight that fought. Um, Martian, 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 Martian
2: right, let me, let's double check. My favorite? I think it's Martian Svensson. No, no, no. I take it, but you're right. Martin. Martin. Yeah,
1: Svensson. Svensson and Marcin Warchak. So yeah, okay. he, he effed up his elbow. Yeah, Svensson. You knew there was a reason that Dana broke, was like, hey, just in case anyone gets hurt. Right, uh, yeah. So he came right back into the fold, so. Yeah,
2: yeah. And I think it probably would have been a day turnaround between the end of Gritz's match and deciding to cut him yeah. from the competition versus Mart- Martin's uh, getting his arm checked out. So yeah. it is announced that he broke his elbow in uh, in
1: his last match. So Martin is out. Gritz is back in. So Artem and Gritz. Yep. Which I only saw the highlights to, I'll I'll admit, but um wow. How Artem owned his ass. Hell of a KO yeah. there. Um Gritz was trying
2: to uh, w- was trying to get things off, but yeah, Artem uh As we all knocks are. him out. KO yeah. in the uh, in the <laughs> second. Artem's style, you know, I, I wasn't impressed when we first started watching him, you know, hands low, looking for the single shot. It doesn't look like he's really trying to engage all 360 of his skills and
1: strategies and, and, and weapons and stuff. But he gets it done. He's great. He's uh, – as we see at the end of this episode, mm-hmm. he he doesn't take any crap and he, he's a, he's a come-forward guy. Yeah. And even though he lacks in size, he's going to be lacking in size next week. Mm-hmm. I love his – He's an asshole, <laughs> but I love how he comes forward. He's, he's a come a, forward guy. Okay, you mean in his fight style?
2: Yeah, yeah. He, he's a bit of an asshole, and there he's think kind of got his hands low, taunting you, saying, "I'm a one one shot. I'm gonna I'm gonna end you." Um, and that did happen. Grits was doing what he could yep. there. I, I felt like he didn't quite get off really in terms of um, implementing everything that he could have. He was, uh, um, you know, he, he was throwing low kicks and combos. Uh, compared to Artem's single shots. Um and he was trying to keep the pressure, but Artem would just get away and and land those shots. Um it gave Artem the second or I'm sorry, the first round ten nine easily. Um second round was more of the same and Artem was having a lot of success with the overhand left. Yeah. Just boom, boom, boom. Um you dropped him in three minutes that into the second round. Yeah. Just out on his feet. I mean yep. just about. I mean not Gritch quite was, but just I think he was dropped. pretty spent yeah. too. Um, and so artem just dropped him and that was that yeah. so we had uh, so artem, artem going forward final 4 yep in the final 4 second quarter final match again i think one that a lot of people were really anticipating because these two guys stood out throughout the previous
1: yeah uh, previous episodes when they were showcased, Ryan it, yeah. Hall and Saul Rogers. And I feel like I hadn't seen – well, Saul, Saul you, I didn't talk much mm-hmm. during the show. And then they featured so much on Ryan early. Yeah. It's it pretty much been like it, nine it, episodes since you heard from him.
2: Yeah, he kind of disappeared. Yeah,
1: and then – But uh, what they
2: did have of him was always uh, very, very engaging and compelling. You're like, this guy's like jiu-jitsu master – you know, Yoda of
1: the jujitsu. And what's his move of. that he always tries to go for? I know that uh, Jonathan. That was John, one of the, that was Jonathan's favorite fighter on the show. Yeah, um, um, what well, um, leg locks? His leg lock, his leg lock master. Uh-huh. I like that about him because it was it was it was very wrestling. Mm-hmm. It was like he had a finisher, and that was his move. But you said I didn't uh, once again didn't see this fight last week. So did he try for that? Was he going for the leg lock in locks? the second round? The first first round was
2: mostly stand up. Um, he didn't really – except towards the end, I think he tried his inverted kind of spiral uh, roll to get to leg lock position in 50-50. Um, but it, it didn't really work. For the most part, Saul – here's the thing. When, when you've got a guy like Ryan Hall where you know what his bread and butter is – same with any anybody that's facing Rhonda, You know what to stay away from, you know. There's a certain strategy, strategy that's just a given in yeah. terms of defense. So Saul was keeping his distance. Um, a lot of – it was all stand-up. Um, Saul a couple times caught Ryan's kick and, uh, you know, and would land there. Um, so for the most part, first round was, was all Saul because of the style and, and where it yeah. took place. Second round was a lot more engaging. Um, Hall uh, Hall tried to uh take down and, and pulling guard. He seemed like he wanted to uh to work from from bottom position and, and set up the leg lock or, you know, triangle, what have yeah. you. Um but again Saul was very careful to avoid that too much. Um he did in the first beginning of the first round did get to top position um because Ryan pulled guard a bit, um and then just wasn't able to, to really advance too much from bottom. Um Saul escaped, and you know it, it was kind of more of the same in that regard where um, they would Ryan would get him uh, get Saul on top of him on the ground um, and try and work different submissions. I had a note here about uh, working at kimura yeah. and coming close trying to set up a triangle, but Saul would get out of there and in that regard it was it was interesting because I felt that I gave I gave the match to to Rogers the second round uh, to Rogers 10 nine. Mostly because Ryan, in being on bottom, could not advance on the things that he was trying, and that's a. In some ways, that's a bad thing to say that because Ryan obviously is trying to implement his jiu-jitsu game. I mean, you got to be smart enough as a judge. You should be able to recognize when somebody is really, uh, really doing jitsu for lack yeah. of a better phrase, you know. Um, but unfortunately, he couldn't uh, couldn't advance enough to really make it seem like he was in control of the match and therefore it was mostly Saul on top, which by default kind yeah. of said, well, you know, that's that's
1: Saul's round as well. So another so, another uh so was that two Americans right out yeah, in one night? Two in two a two row. Three, I mean left. originally European versus European yeah. and
2: American versus European. Then we got the switch, with yeah. grits and two Americans get knocked out. Saul Rogers won his match by majority decision. Somebody did think that uh, – I guess somebody did uh, give um, – excuse me um, – give uh, give Ryan yeah. that second round. Yeah. But um, that didn't surprise me the way that it went. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, there was, at the beginning of the episode, there oh, was a the ridiculous –
1: I'm pissed I missed this.
2: Well, you kind of should be because the chicks were pretty hot. <sighs> well, they had chicks there. This was so silly. Oh, they just silly. brought like ring girls in? They weren't ring girls. No, I don't know where they got them from. Hawaii. What did say, Hawaiian tropic? Girls? The, <laughs> this was the first, uh, a first for for um, uh, what Ultimate they, Fighter. Uh, gotta, Dana just decided, it. you know what, guys? And this was at the beginning of the episode. Shortly after Grits was was all bummed out. Guys, you've had such great fights. You kicked ass. You pushed yourselves. I'm going to throw you guys a pool party. Nice. And there was drinks. And, and Dana even says, guys, party, get wild, whatever. And then get ready for the (laughs) quarterfinals. You got, what, eight guys? uh, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you got eight guys fighting, you know, in the next couple of days. But here's a shitload of food and more booze than you already got. Here's a DJ over here. And here's a bunch of hot chicks, which really were hot. I mean, I
1: I got to find this. Yeah, you know, it's worth
2: going back trying to find. Because, I mean, it was only a couple of, uh, probably a minute, 90 seconds of of these guys partying, you know. But... It must have been five weeks at yeah. this point of these guys all locked up in the, in the house together, only training. And then you throw these—I mean, it was bad enough with Ariani, You know, imagine look, yeah. from the the coaches' uh, coaches' challenge. Yeah, these the guys are milk. now getting to mm. touch these chicks in bikinis with nice. Jay, head-ass. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you would think that I was in the tough house, right? Yeah. Jeez, man. I mean, I can only imagine. And at some point, Connor says, "Okay," goes to the cameras and like grabs and says, "Okay, time for the cameras to go." Yeah. Because now the party is really going to get popping. Nice. And oh, Connor was there. Connor was there. That's it, I'm Watching was there. the pool party. Even uh, TJ was there. Ah, TJ. Yeah, it was like the whole uh, both teams and, and coaches. That's Everyone it. was having a good time and All drinking. Right. And I thought, God, why would you do something like that before the quarterfinals? Good finals? ratings.
1: It's ratings. Yeah, and we're yeah. talking about it here. So oh. uh, another Tits thing we ass. should get into. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jay. Well, that's what it was. I mean, that's, that's great. Got the ratings. It's great. Yeah. Um, let's move on to tonight. Yes, T- two more matches tonight, and that's it's really not the it's uh it's actually in my opinion the best kind of reality show. Sports. <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay. You don't get you get two matches. Mm-hmm. One that went into a third round. Yeah. So you're getting just pretty much matches. Um, yeah. So uh, to summon our inner uh, Marcine and David. Uh, let's kind of get into the zone here. (laughs) That was too early. Three minutes. Three minutes. That's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. Imagine fighting during all of that silence. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, boy. This match, guys. That was 10 minutes of some of the most awkward television. I, I turned to you. Uh, you'd watched the episode before I had, so you kind of knew it was coming. And then, you know, a minute into the match, you realize, yeah. I mean, okay, when there's no announcers, right? Okay, fine. We've been dealing with that. But uh, usually have both coaches in both teams screaming right well you had a european versus a european yes so connor and you made the great point i was like why is nobody talking i thought maybe they had a sound issue and they effed up and they just had to go with the regular like you know just the mm-hmm. ring audio but you brought the great point well connor can't root for anybody he can just <laughs> yeah. occasionally go who wants who wants it yes who, oh. wants, who wants it and one of the dumbest things why guys, do you hate you that could so much say- it goes back
2: actually to a uh, – Is it childhood? No. <laughs> actually, I think it was earlier this year. Come to think of it. I was at a show uh, that will go nameless and I was sitting cage side and saw the one of the matchmakers for the show. Sitting there just acting – probably, I mean, thinking that he was you know, ha- having fun, a good time, enjoying the matches. As you do, Ten. Yeah. As you do. Once the show is done and everything, you get to sit back and enjoy the fruits of your labor. But he's sitting there and this guy I know he's kind of a rookie when it comes to booking matches and stuff. He's sitting there, he's got two chicks by his side, got a big beer in his hand, he's and the match hasn't even started and he's sitting there going Who wants it guys? Who wants it more? Like this is the motivation. This guy ruined the saying for you. He he absolutely ruined the saying for me. Yeah. (laughs) And it's just a dumb thing in general. Who wants it more, guys? Yeah, we know. That's why we're in the cage trying to beat the shit out of each other because we're trying to impose our dominance on the other guy. Duh. In silence. (laughs) Yeah. Well, there was that. Yeah. Yeah. And then what? And and this harkened back to the old, uh, older episodes of of (sighs) Ultimate Fighter when very typically there would be kind of awkward silence. You know, it would it would only be the the fighters and the teams and stuff, and a lot of times you'd have a lot of matches where guys wouldn't really say stuff and. Jason referee Jason Herzog was giving more instruction
1: than either of the cornermen. I mean, you got to think. I'm surprised no one reacted though. There were some good shots in that match, and Mm -hmm. there was hardly any. You know, I guess because these guys are fighters and not just fans, they're they're really not piping up when there's really good shots. Well, the European team, I can understand that they didn't.
2: Didn't want to express favoritism, possibly. And the the, 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 the Ameri- Americans just didn't give a
1: crap. Yeah, at all.
2: that's the thing. I think the Americans yeah. were kind of uh like whatever. I think they're they kind of struggling there. I mean, their only guy left in the competition is Juicy J. Yeah, that's the guy that they uh, you know were going to
1: rally against. So yeah. I don't, they didn't have a dog in the race. Yeah.
2: when it came to who uh, they should have just brought
1: in the chicks again from the pool party <laughs> and just be like, all right, these are the fans. That would have been the move, yes. right?
2: Yes. You see the Europeans sitting there quietly, yeah. just intentionally, intently watching. It yeah. cut over, and the Americans are hanging out yeah. with, with some red cup sirens yeah. and and the
1: checks. I have to say, it was awkward. I mean, it was yeah. really awkward to watch. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. As Connor gave the, the 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 name of the show, he's like, "Yeah, you could hear the bone on bone, yeah, and the soft part of the face." I'm like, "Oh, it's." I mean, it is brutal, but when they're on the ground. It's Mm. just really awkward. It's a lot of heavy breathing. And it's just, it kind of, I felt like I was watching something I shouldn't be watching. It just, yeah, yeah, there you go. go.
2: Like that. Thank you, Mark. Yes, Mark.
1: Um, What are you, fighting in the production booth fighting, yeah. They're all fighting. Are you grappling there? Yeah. It's, it was weird. And it also made you realize how human we all are because I was having a tougher time scoring the rounds. Mm. It was, they were close rounds. Yeah. But I was having a tougher time scoring because I wasn't swayed. By mm. coaches reacting because you weren't seeing anything. And well,
2: see, that's the thing, though. You don't sw- want to
1: be swayed. By I know that. it's hard. It's hard not. It, you make it makes you realize how much more you have to concentrate as a judge uh, instead of just saying, "Oh, I think that jab landed." But hey, if yeah. if eye is over there and he reacts to the jab that looks like it maybe landed, and he goes, "Oh, you go." Okay, then that, that yeah. must have landed instead of just trusting your eye.
2: Yeah. But it's then tough. again,
1: as a judge, and, and granted, it's the judging position is much
2: different than like your perspective and yeah. your view, much different than watching it on TV or yeah. anywhere else
1: in in the venue. Um, By the way, but, shouldn't they have your? I didn't mean to interrupt, but shouldn't they? Do you think they should have? I know they do the same thing in boxing or uh, with boxing. It's you know monitors. monitors. It's the well, they have a judge on each side of the ring, except for, yeah. it's three judges. So the fourth side is the announcers and everything, press. Mm-hmm. But and I'm not sure how they set it up for UFC but why not take advantage of every angle sides. yeah so wh- why not have like in the NFL when you have referees up in the booth mm-hmm. looking at replays why not not look at slow motion replays but why not have uh, a judge mm-hmm. you know and from using camera angles that you can't see from just being on the ground they do position judges on uh, three different sides of the cage yeah um, there 's three different judges, so you know you 're limited to that use the cam- i mean I would love to are- see another judge implemented or something yeah. where um, they use a cam they use shots they 're in the truck
2: state athletic commissions are starting to allow things like instant replay and a monitor in front of uh, with with the judge uh, themselves but most shows can't afford that. This, I mean, the UFC can afford. that. Sure, that's that. what I'm talking about. The big wigs. Yeah, yeah. They, I believe a lot of times out. they do have. Uh, they will have a monitor right there, um, but not not often. It's kind of a case by case basis. I yeah. think contingent on what state uh,
1: or country that they're running in. To take the budget away from the camera that's underground under the plexiglass <laughs> and have it go towards like that thing is annoying, ref. isn't it? It's stupid. I don't want
2: that's the only shot that you see. That's the only time is yeah. you've seen a fighter go in it's there. Dumb. And who wants to see a fighter's foot come no, down I, right I, on your face? I don't not me there, at all. There's not that at all. Yeah. No. The cool shot is the camera right at level with the uh with the mat itself where it goes through the uh goes through the fence yeah. hole where it looks like you're watching an MMA yeah. match,
1: you know, in a on a jiu jitsu match. Do they have I, I'd but love to talk that. about some of the camera stuff because it interests me. Hopefully, hopefully it interests the viewing public. But doesn't matter. They're going to have to listen, sit and listen to us anyway. Yeah. Do they put <laughs> cameras up on top of the cage that that can rotate like that or not? They, they not yet. They should do that. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know why not. Put uh-huh. some GoPros up or something that, right. you, that you can control. We've started to play with that actually yeah. in the U of M and Have it up on top. Yeah, we've put GoPros
2: on there. We... Um, there was a new – we did try something this uh, this past show yeah. where – I forgot how how the heck we did it. But um, there were a couple other cameras that would come in. I don't even know how to describe it. But it was usually between rounds. It wasn't during the fight action. Um, but there was a, like a long arm that would come around and kind of do a th- – <clears throat> excuse me, a 360 yeah. twirl um, hanging from over the cage. Yeah, and it was like on a jib. Yeah, it was on a gym yeah. and um, I haven't seen the footage yet. But there are companies out there that are trying to implement this new camera technology because there's stuff that's advancing so fast. I mean GoPro, um, a couple years ago we had – you remember flip cameras? Yeah, I yeah. still have one. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I got the Kodak one. But the, the way that you can get such great shots with with such small technology really lends itself yep. to – presenting sports and mma in particular because it's such a confined area it's the cage you know um in, in a different perspective so yeah hopefully that, they implement they got the money to do it. it'd be kind of mm-hmm. cool to see
1: some new angles yeah um
2: you're gonna have hit and miss and that plexicam foot camera that's a miss yeah it's time to get rid of that one guys and what about Don't bring that back for number
1: for season 23 okay <laughs> <laughs> what about with the? I'm always comparing boxing. Boxing got away from having cameramen in each in each uh, corner, each corner, uh-huh. and now they have automated ones that kind of move. They, they do yeah. the same thing. Yeah. Um, the only shot I really see that it's worth it is when they go celebrate on the on the, the, the post and like
0: yeah, right. and
1: it rotates. But another, the coolest thing I've seen them do is on the pro boxing championships. They have the referee wear glasses, right? Uh, and the camera's in the glasses, huh? And it's awesome, yeah. Because if there's you know, an early stoppage. It's like, well, here's exactly what the ref was seeing. And mm. this is why he broke him up. This is why he stopped the fight. And you're seeing exactly what they're seeing. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Pride, they, should, they should have that in yeah. the UFC. That would
2: be, that would be great. I don't think that they've done <clears> it in <throat> the UFC, but I remember Pride Fighting, uh, used to do a referee cam. Yeah. And, uh, I think some other promotions as well. Once in a while you see that. I always thought it was kind of goofy. You um, know, like,
1: I, I just like knowing they, what
2: they saw. Like, you know, the lens itself typically was kind of a fisheye lens, so it was pretty jarring when somebody would cut to referee cam. And did well, they do it during the live broadcast. They would do it during the uh, uh, at the at the submission, like on a replay. Yeah, they would cut okay, to referee cam so you can see, like you said, exactly yeah. why did the guy stop it? You know. Yeah. Um.
1: But the lens itself was just didn't quite lend itself to. There's it probably some good ones and you know. Yeah. Some better ones. There's really good ones now that they're using in boxing. Yeah. But... Yeah. And <laughs> pride fighting hasn't been around for quite a it's while. It's been a few. Um. Let's jump into this this fight, the Marcin versus David. Uh. I'll just jump. Let's just jump into round one, and I'll just go through – fly through my notes real quick. Uh, i gave it i gave uh i actually gave this round slightly to david mm-hmm. it was close uh but i thought he landed the more this is a hard hard run of the squad i thought he landed the more significant shots uh they both had takedowns mm-hmm. but i just thought his his strikes were a bit cleaner mm-hmm. uh i know he got caught at one point with a with a with a decent strike but i thought consistently through the round he was landing cleaner shots and that's why i gave him the round but david- it was yeah, David. That's why I was very. I thought it was very close, though. What did mm-hmm. you think of round one?
2: I gave it. I uh, gave it to Martin. Yeah, Marcin. Mar- Marcin. Damn it,
1: my Anne. Marcin.
2: It was close. Um, gave it to Martin for Marcin. Yeah. How long AT&T. was it before he screwed that way yet? Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, for takedowns and, and control, he dropped him. Dropped David with a right. Uh, and and followed up with some grounded pound, um, kept top position for for about a minute on David. Um, there again, this was something where there wasn't a whole lot going on in terms of real engaging uh, strikes. Both guys were were pretty careful in the beginning, yeah. um, and that's always kind of an interesting uh, aspect when two guys know each other so well. It mutes out any same shorts real... too. That as well, yeah. I mean, you know, if they'd have been wearing we masks, dude, they could have. Totally screwed up the referee masks and and confused
1: them. You know, yeah, really confused what's happening. Thank God they didn't. Thank God they had different hair. The referee, <laughs> the referee had to think for a second because he's like, he's like, you know, uh, close your hand, uh, blue. Yeah. you know, because of the tape. And I was like, it, it's. I, I thought I was looking at their shorts. I'm like, who's he talking to? <laughs> I don't know why the ref just doesn't learn their names mm-hmm. because they're constantly yelling. You know, show me. You know, show well, me something, uh, bottom fighter. It's like, well, I'll call him his name. Yeah. Well, I mean. There's a lot of names to remember for a referee I guess in a card. Right, yeah. it's, it's safer this to do red card. Or blue. That's yeah. true. Yeah, fair enough. I'd like to hear the ref yell their names, like their parents or something. <laughs> David!
2: <laughs> well, that was, I, especially in the second round, I thought that he was being, uh, he was the most vocal. He's like, guys, you got well, go to work. You got to work from time. here. And great. then you would hear <clears> Connor say, hey, make sure, make sure the two guys work, referee. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this <nice>. Poor uh, people listening to the an iTunes, right? <laughs> I'm just thinking of the people outside the door. Do you uh, want me to
0: breathe heavily into the microphone again? Because I could do that. <laughs>
1: uh, maybe, uh, maybe just to end the show, we all just breathe heavily. Sounds great. Yeah, or we maybe get, we, we don't. Get zen. We get zen <laughs> like Gavin Rosdale. Second round. Uh, I scored ten nine for Marcine. Mm-hmm. Um, me as he well. He was yeah. on top much of the round. Uh-huh. Uh, he he looked fresh at this point. The fresher fighter. And and in, in he was in. Both fighters admitted they both like to be stand up fighters. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought Marcin was prove they were both proving they're decent stand up fighters. But Marcin proved that he's a much better he's much better on the ground. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just didn't look like Dave. David did not look. But David like did like have himself. that big takedown
2: in the, in the beginning. He had scored a nice big double leg, um, and then got into a front face lock. Tried to do the gator roll. Yeah. but
1: Marcin but Ma- ended he up he got in out of it top. quick. Yeah. Yeah, he turned into what is a half guard or something. Is that what he turned into for uh, a while? I, I think the know that machine ended guard. up on top and he had full mount. Yeah. There. Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: Um they, yeah, David wasn't wasn't able to. At some point later he did end up on top as well. Yeah. Um then the ref stood him up. Um David as uh, a tamer big headshots, but Martin had the takedown and uh uh, and another takedown at the end. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it, it, was, uh, it was his match. Yeah, get, his match to the judges' scorecards, it was 19-19, which is what I had at this point, and then two judges at 20 and 18, mm-hmm. all for Marcine. A series of majority decisions here. Mm. Yeah. 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 Which shows you it's uh, good, close matchmaking. Yeah. And, Everyone's even. Um, I'm not sure how they broke down last week. Remember how we dove in? Did they dive in? Because uh, Dana is making these fights, mm-hmm. and they—I liked how they went to the war room, and they're like, "Okay, here's yeah. who, and that was—I love that. Like, I want uh, to see weeks, the science behind I mean, two it. two weeks ago yeah. with uh, Uriah and Connor. But did they do that last week at all with how to who, how to make the no. final eight or the final four? Because I think eight. they announced it already. They had announced. Oh, they announced that one. At the, yeah,
2: at the end of.
1: Uh, oh no, so we already two knew the ago. matchups a week ago. We Sorry, meeting, my yeah. bad. Yeah, but this week I was hoping they would do it after the end of these fights. Well, like, they cool. did at, at the end of this episode. Not, nah, but you didn't get to see that strategic True. planning. True, which is what I wanted to see. But. Yeah. Um, let's jump into the second fight. Uh, I think this or, is possibly the best
2: match mm-hmm. of the season. Really? Yeah. Um, very compelling. Um, there was a clear cut winner at the end. <clears> I don't. Uh, I don't dispute it. Although obviously, some
1: uh, you know, team Europe. I scored it differently, was... but mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I wanted really? a fourth round. I wanted, a, fifth you wanted round. a fourth round because I really thought was, I really thought the fight was. I just it was a draw. I couldn't make up my mind. I split the first two rounds, and in the third round, right. I just didn't think anyone. Although really? Abner looked tired, that jab and that straight right, and mm-hmm. occasionally a hook, it would be a, a, sometimes a straight and sometimes a hook, mm-hmm. was really clean, and you could really see his boxing. So even though he got, we could well let's just jump in with round one. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think of round one? Well, I noticed it was the rare
2: Orthodox versus Orthodox match, which yes. I thought you would appreciate. Yes. Finally. I am shocked,
1: really, at how many matches this season have been yeah. Ortho versus Southie. Yeah, and that's a, a good point because David actually was, was Southball, but he was, he was switching. Uh, a yeah. lot in the middle okay. of the fight before, mm-hmm. um, which I've noticed a few fighters doing. I'm not sure how comfortable they are doing mm-hmm. that. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah, it was a nice orthodox orthodox. This was kind of
2: uh, at least my impression of, of watching these matches this season, a, a typical Juicy J match. He's circling from that, the outside. That. What's that? That nickname's terrible.
1: <laughs> okay. Cir- yeah. Julian. Circling. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, he was circling from the outside, you know, kind of unorthodox, almost like – the unorthodox style for him is almost code for he's his style is almost gonna lose him the match but yet somehow he comes comes out and uh, comes out and, and he controls you know, that triumphs. distance
1: he, he's got great footwork great movement
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you you know you look at him and go man he, this this awkwardness is you know with a guy like Abner who's a really solid boxer and a guy who can line you up mm-hmm Julian did pay for a lot of shots in that first yeah. round, yeah. Because Abner was accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean, landing he, a lot of headshots, clean, shots. clean. Yeah. But then Julian can k- create the distance if he just uses that that body kick. Mm-hmm. That thing's a nice distance. Like, great distance, circle. Right, but the front, the front kick. Yeah, the front kick. The chest, yeah. Uh, but he's a one. And, he was very one and done that first round. I thought Julian was was just throwing a he, shot and then getting caught, and a yeah. shot and getting caught. He was getting countered all day. Looking at my notes, I did give Abner the first
2: one, uh, same the here, first yeah. round, yeah. Um you know, but then we saw a different Julian come out in the second yeah. round. Second and in my opinion the third round. Um Julian was landing uh landing some lefts. Um Abner had the, the single leg takedown at about two minute uh, two minute mark. Um Julian was just he kind of took over. I think he realized it was uh put up or shut up time. Um and I'm sure too he cuts he cuts Abner with a punch, which That's I think nice probably shot. yeah. Really, probably re, uh, kind of reinvigorated his uh, um, his momentum. At that point, it's like, oh, I got a I got a shot. I'm still in it. And you know, from there, he just opened up even more so and was yeah. throwing flurries on Abner, who could not gotten could not get his pace back. You know, and Julian pulled ahead in that
1: uh, in that second round, leading yeah. to the third. Yeah. Uh, then he drop, and then he he then he did he drop. Did he drop uh, Abner dropped, in the yeah, second
2: round? In the second round, yeah, yeah, towards the
1: end of the second round. Dropped him and then, you know, followed up with a flurry. Yeah. I, I call it the four-minute round because I thought the first minute each guy was still getting mm. an extra minute of rest. Right. Uh, from the, you know, from in between rounds because it was just eh, – both guys look uninspired the first minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really thought the first two minutes of the next part were uh, Abner – Again, accurate jabs, straights, but then that cut. Yeah. But I even think with the cut, you can't be swayed. I I think a lot of judges get swayed by blood. I I thought even when he had the cut, he was winning the round. Really? But last 90 seconds of the round, Julian Julian just stole that thing, and there was no way you couldn't give him that round because... You know, he had that clean punch, and then he took him down Mm -hmm. and just dominated the rest of the round. And Nate Abner looked tired and blood, and just looked bad. Well, he clearly was. Yes. (laughs) So uh, on Mike, at this point, we each had it a round apiece, correct? And I guess only two judges need to have that, right, in order to go to the third round. So two judges at least had it 19-19 at that point. Um... I think it has to. Be, if it's a majority draw at that point, it would go to it goes right. To three. Correct, you're okay. right.
2: If it was majority draw, yeah. Joe Boza is chiming in here. He also liked this match. This one was his favorite of the season, it seems. He also says, "I think this is why Artem demanded Juicy J because they wanted to dominate this cycle." Um, he dropped on second. Yeah, the drop on was in the second round. Yeah, yeah. yeah at the end of this match, so I mean, we're, oh, we're jumping three. ahead a bit. We've, we've said Julian ends up winning, uh, winning the match itself, and Artem calls him
1: out. Um, yeah, uh, just a quick thing on round three. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I, th- I don't know. I was kind of. I know you guys are really talking up the fight, and I. I think each guy was going for it. It, it frustrates. I hate watching rounds where it looks like one guy dominates sixty seconds, another guy does well another sixty seconds, and mm-hmm. Art uh, Abner looked tired. He yeah. was tired, but he he still kept landing really clean shots. Uh it, I hated I hated scoring this round cuz I had I looked at you at the end I was like can we just get I just give it a draw you're like no I don't think you can do that <laughs> So I gave it to Abner but reluctantly I didn't like it I'd like to watch the round again right uh, but I have zero problem with the Julian getting it because I just I couldn't decide mm-hmm. so I had to just throw a name out there and usually I'll side with the boxer but uh just cuz of deep bias favoritism
2: default. Yeah um Abner you know, briefly had a clinch. Julian was stalking. I, I think the energy and momentum was in Julian's favor I mean, in this that's, third
1: yeah, I third see round.
2: It. I think that made all the difference. Um, Abner's hands were low. He was tired. Certainly by by the halfway mark, it was just super evident. Um, got a brief takedown and clinch, but Julian got up again. Then Julian got a takedown towards the end to me it was it was pretty academic there. Yeah. Even though Connor was was going out on his shield saying, "No, no, that's a travesty." Yeah.
1: Now, you you won that match. <laughs> oh, he has to say that. He's the coach. Yeah. What do you guys to say? True. And he's versus an American, so he can say that. Yeah. I mean, Christmas is over, no more presents. <laughs> <laughs> like Artem's line he's for He's he's his his, his li- uh greatest one-liners. The season, right? Was he the underwear line guy too? Yeah, yeah. Ar- well, Artem, yeah, yeah, Artem. Yeah, I was not so, be known what's... as the guy that yeah. was smart enough not to wear a
2: penis on my head. Or yeah. Something. Oh no. Well, <laughs> who did the underwear line? Like about wearing underwear,
1: wearing. Well, they were.
2: Ju- um, I think Juicy and a couple of other there guys was an had underwear drawn. line.
1: Remember when they they stole the guy's underwear? Remember, it was like an earlier episode where they had it <laughs> and someone. Yeah, like, it yeah sounds yeah, I, familiar. I think he was. Involved in that, uh, lovely. I'm going to look it up. I bet you I can find it here Um, Um. while you're looking for quotes. (laughs) Uh, I'm not sure where all the hatred between Artem and uh, – I think – was he just calling Julian out? I got it already.
2: Episode 7. Yep. I want to be remembered as the guy that was at least smart enough to not wear a bandana with a penis drawn on it. <laughs> okay,
1: so I guess it was one of the other guys on Team Europe that there was that thing where, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna screw you through your, oh, under, put holes the, in your underwear. Yes, or something. that's right. Yeah, I forget who said that. That was. I bet that was Martin or Martin. No, it was.
2: Uh, it was somebody with really bad. Uh, gosh, where was I? I thought it was pretty recently.
1: I forget who it Cause was
2: because it was the um, it was the big brawl
1: when yeah, uh,
2: yeah. TJ was there i think yeah um
1: but where does that where does that bad blood come from between Artem and, and Julian i don't i don't, I don't is, he, is he is it just artem just wanting a piece of him because he just can't stand him he just called he just called him out he calls him out because
2: uh julian had beaten let's go to the notes here um julian's prelim match he defeated meji uh, Baghdad by majority yeah. decision yeah. and that was 2018, 1919, 2018. Yeah. So that did not go to a third, yeah. which, if I remember correctly, I think that... Oh, and I Artem said, that,
1: I don't like how he was dancing and moving. He goes,
2: yeah.
0: No
1: one's, he won, he won again by not winning. Right,
2: yeah. And he, he was he, upset,
0: but yeah, you're right. Yeah, he
2: felt like at least the, uh, um, that match, the Meiji match should have gone to a third. It yeah. didn't, and he advanced. Um, and I think I kind of agreed with that as well, that it yeah. should have gone to a third. Um, and then felt that, you know, going to a third here, um, he clearly felt that his teammate Abner uh, won it as
1: opposed to as opposed to Julian, which yeah. –
2: that one I disagree.
1: Yeah. No. I'd love to hear what the fans and, uh, of course, uh, Joseph Boza. I want to hear if you're – if uh, of course, uh, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on SoundCloud or watching on – or listening on iTunes, I'd love to hear what uh, the fans thought about these fights. Like I, Yeah. That's – some of the most fun is uh, when we go back and when we're done with the show, I love reading the comments on – Just round scoring and why. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. really compelling because I love when someone will always bring up something that I missed. You know, it's like, ah, okay, good point. Talk Uh, about it guys. Yeah. And girls. Yeah. I'd love to hear everyone's opinion on it. And also, uh, I want to hear about everyone's opinions next week as we get into some predictions here. We're going to predict the final four. Well, we got it here. (laughs) That's
0: right. And now. (laughs) Every time. I love (laughs) how. I love how
1: it looks like you were just rudely interrupted. You're like, we, uh... well,
2: What know. the hell's going on here? No. What the hell's this? Yeah, yeah, you would think I'd be used to it by now. Nah. So, the semifinals, Dana did announce them.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that was for you, Yeah.
2: Saul Rogers versus Martin? Marcin, Mar
1: Marcin, Marcin. Martin will is get out. Jay I'm will not get it bother. right someday. Marchine. He will get these right. Saul Rogers versus Marchine. Hey, Moore, Mark, Jack. can you cue up the uh, Martin theme real quick? Oh, shut Just up. have it ready. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. <All> right. <laughs> Julian
2: Arosa, Juicy J versus Artem Le, Lebov. Yeah, okay. yeah. What do you uh, – pr- who's going to be in the finals, Jay? What do you like? My prediction is it's going to be Artem versus Saul. I think that with these two matches, and I only thought briefly about it, um, Martin – Marshine was oh, taken wait, down a Wait, bar.
1: wait, What was that again? Marshine. Okay.
2: In his.
0: Alright, <laughs> <laughs> one more time, Jay.
1: Marshine.
0: <laughs> Marshine.
1: Marshine. Washek. One of the best themes ever in the history of television. By the way. Uh, I go Twilight Zone. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to play
2: that before. Very different, to, different kind of tone, though, isn't it? Yeah. Martin Twilight Zone. Martin Twilight Zone. Yeah. Um, Love Boat. Stood out as well, yeah. But at I any did. rate, look. Um, so you like you, you think it's going to be Artem versus Saul? I'm basing yeah, Saul. I'm basing my predictions and analysis on these matches that we've seen in the last two uh, two weeks. Uh, Marcin was getting taken down a lot um, from uh, from David. He got those two uh, you know the, the double legs and stuff, and he kind of just got by. I thought Saul was a bit stronger uh, and, and dominant in his match. I think it was just more. Yeah, I, I think the strength is going to play to his advantage okay. for us all. Um, with Artem and Juicy J, one thing I noticed with the Juicy's match is he takes a lot of shots. We talked about this a little bit. Uh, it's almost like he takes two to give two, you know? And Artem has, clearly has that power and accuracy, uh, at, at some point in the match. And so when he lands on Juicy J, I think that can be a, a big thing. I think he can uh, take out Juicy J, which is why I think we're going to end up with Artem and uh, Artem and Saul. Not to mention also, I did see oh Joe Bosa said Juicy J versus Saul. Um, I did see a note to uh, uh, a UFC press function this this week that uh, or today rather that there was a. It was Conor McGregor, somebody else, and Artem yeah. as well doing a, a press luncheon. So, huh. why would you have Artem around? I mean, granted, it's their teammate. Yeah, there's yeah. the BFF thing, but otherwise, why would you have him around if he doesn't go forward in the tournament? To
1: the That's finals? true. Uh, I am going to go with uh, I, just because I, I I know I'm gonna. It's just because I want to see it. Artem and Marcin. I want to see two guys who never smile. <laughs> I want to see two robots in the ring. And, and it's literally uh, you know Marcin's here Artem's here and the bell's gonna ring it's just gonna be Rock'em, sock'em, robots a, it's, just, it's a, the, the, both these guys are just they're they're robotic yeah um, and I kind of want to see two guys with zero definition go to the finals zero definition yeah I want to see like no body muscle. definition yeah like no like you can't see a muscle on them yeah. they're just fighters. And they don't care, and they're just they're strong in their own way. Right. Uh, S- Saul Saul's like a underwear model, and I, I just really, I just, <laughs> underwear that guy that guy has a shirt of ink. Well, kidding? Uh, I don't. I, I don't know. Underwear edgy models. Edgy underwear. Yeah. Uh, but I just I, I want to see it. I think Artem um, Julian's finally going to get a matchup that doesn't favor him. I think right. he's going to be kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might be a three rounder. I don't know. But Artem's going to just go forward. Right. Marcin and Saul is kind of a because I looked at Saul to begin the show, I'm like, they want this guy to be a star, right? Like, right. This guy's got the looks, this guy's got the. But he's, then he kind of came uh, out flat, memorable. and and he hasn't really had any memorable fights until last week, right? Uh, and I think Marcin might put him in his place, so I'm just going Artem and Marcin.
2: Okay, yeah, that's I, my uh, prediction. I think Saul's gonna gonna go in and advance. Yeah, oh, we're, but we both agree clearly that Artem, yeah, will probably end up in the finals. Yeah, what do you think?
1: Is um, know- that mean we're gonna have a, a quiet finals? Uh, like, can they really do that? Well no, because no. there will actually be a crowd there. No, they're gonna tell them to shut up. There will be a crowd there. They're so them, I mean quiet, we have... please. It's gonna be like a golf tournament and you just yeah. have guys up, Okay. You're like, talking about next week. Signs. We do have Europe versus Europe next week. I mean the so finals. Finals. It's gonna be Europe know, versus No, no, It's gonna be another. No, they're arena. gonna tell them to be quiet. <laughs> they're gonna gut the arena out. Yeah, it's, it's gonna empty, be Dana going Empty
2: arena match. <laughs> Come on, guys. Two minutes to go. Two minutes.
1: Fighters engage. <laughs> it sounded like a terrible video game, like the first EA game. It's right. just like this – and like, uh, it's terrible. I
2: couldn't deal with it. What it was, do you think of Artem? I was – in looking at it, I was trying to figure out who does he resemble that, uh, that comes to mind for me. Lance Storm.
1: Yes. Is Artem yes. like a Russian Lance Storm? Yes. If you, if you don't know who Lance Storm is, Google it. Uh, wrestler. Um, uh, great entrance music. Uh, part of the Un-Americans at one point. Which is very Many good because Artem is one of the un-American. I'm thinking <laughs> next week that, we're starting yeah. the show off with the un-American theme. I think our wrestling fans Also, wasn't the, uh,
2: the Impact Players with uh, Chris No, the, uh, Chris Jericho Tag Team was the Thrill oh, Seekers. Yeah, that's, that's Impact Players
1: was uh, Lance Storm and Justin Mark Carwell. would know, probably. Mark would know. Mark? No. Oh, I no, know. No, I
2: sorry. Knew. Steven
1: now. Oh, Steven, yeah. We're talking, you don't know, I think uh, about we're talking old school Jericho. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jay... Uh, pleasure this week, as always. Yes, sir. Uh, Where can the fans find you to tweet their own predictions for next week? As always, guys, I am JTAN716 all over the internet. I'm Jared Gilkerson. That's at Gilkerson Radio on Twitter. Rate us, listen to us, tell your friends about us, and we want to hear your predictions. We're getting down to the final four, and we'll see you or you'll see us next week.